0: Up next on CCRI Radio is the Student Project Spotlight, stories and reporting from students in CCRI courses. You can learn more about courses in the Communication and Film Media program at ccri.edu com. You're listening to CCRI Radio from the Community College of Rhode Island online at ccri.edu radio. The 2021 spring semester is almost over here at CCRI, and summer is just around the corner. The finish line is so close, and finals are coming up soon, so it's time to start figuring out what your study plan is. David Bercoli spoke with CCRI tutor Rachel Everett in this report for CCRI Radio.
1: Hi, this is David Bercoli for CCRI Radio. I interviewed Rachel Everett this week, who is a student tutor here at CCRI. She's majoring in general studies with a focus in sports psychology and athletic training start off the interview I asked her how early on you should start studying
2: I think that it should only be in absolute emergencies that you should start studying the day of a test because honestly it does not give that much prep time um, and it does not give your brain a chance to really understand material and be able to recall that material yep I don't know that you have to just from personal experience um, starting to study like a week and a half beforehand it's it's good if you can do it but it's not absolutely necessary um, I like to start studying four to five days beforehand mm-hmm. um, just reviewing the material I'll read through it and then I will take some notes and I will look through my notes and just make sure they match up with the textbook or the lectures or the material um, and then kind of go over not only the concepts that I don't really understand but the concepts that I do understand just to make sure that they're still um, in my Um, memory, that I can still comprehend them, and I can still explain them to someone if I needed to.
1: Yeah, all right. Creating real-life examples help visualize a concept. Has that proven helpful to students you've tutored or to yourself?
2: I'd say that visualizing, a lot of students are visual learners these days, And so really um, being able to give them a a picture of, oh, this is how it applies to my life. Oh, this is what it looks like in my world. Really gives them a chance to um, match it with something that's in their life already and recall it. Honestly, one of my favorite things to relate subjects to is food, because everybody knows something edible. Everyone knows what food is, obviously. And so being able to say, oh, this is like my favorite fruit because X, Y, Z. Or this is my favorite food because because of this or I don't like this. So this is like this negative concept because it relates like this to me. And so it just it's something that a lot of people have in common that they can recall super easily.
1: I asked Rachel if she finds that students prefer to study more with virtual tools and texts or physical books and paper.
2: I think it really depends on the student. Some students love reading online, some students like just being virtual that just connects with, they really thrive in that environment. For me personally, I am, I need to see a book. I need it in front of me. I need to be reading the words um, because I get distracted really easily. And so Mm -hmm. when I'm on a computer, I'm like, oh, a notification or, oh, something's there. Oh, I forgot to do this. Whereas when I'm reading a book, I'm really present in what I'm doing and I'm really able to involve myself in what I'm reading. But a lot of students do like the online, so I think um, I try to get a gauge of what the student likes and their preferences and then kind of encourage them to experiment around a little bit with different studying techniques and see what type of book or resources they need um, to best fit themselves.
1: What is the best thing to do if you're struggling with a topic question and cannot get it?
2: On a test, I would say that coming back to questions can be really helpful because, yes, like you said, a lot of the time another question can give you some insight into it and kind of give you a better um, perspective on it. Um, And it also, it's better to have those last three or four minutes of a test to think about the difficult questions than it is to spend, you know, 20 minutes on that one question and not have enough time to finish the rest of your test. When you are going through your textbook, I would say that getting a different perspective from someone else, like doing tutoring, it can be really helpful to um, hear it explained by someone else to see if that kind of gives you more insight. Um, Talking to the professor can be helpful. Um, I know a lot of YouTube videos can have some crazy explanations that are really helpful these days. Um, I definitely recommend YouTube for a lot of students. Um, But as far as tests go, waiting and seeing if another question will help can be super helpful
1: when should someone start reviewing for a test like after all this like when would reviewing be like oh let's start reviewing now so i know i'm ready and good
2: i think so there are a couple different um opinions on this but for me personally i think that spending um a a set amount of time every single week reviewing the material you learned. Um, Not just from that current chapter, but from previous chapters as well can be super um, insightful and help you really comprehend material as you are progressing through your semester. Um, If you start reviewing, like, let's say Sundays are your days, you have an hour from like two to three every Sunday that you don't have anything happening. Spend that time um, just reviewing the material. It doesn't have to be a lot of time either. It can just be like, you know, 10 minutes here, 10 minutes there. Think about a concept that you were struggling with. See if you can see a different angle on it, or understand it better, or try to explain it to yourself in a different way, so you kind of um, get a better handle on it. Mm-hmm. But every single week is how I like to do it because then it's kind of already there in your mind. So then, when you know you're two days away from the exam, one day away from the exam, you can really review them, even if you're not having the, even if you don't have the material in front of you. You can kind of review it and say, oh yeah, I remember this because I've been studying it for the past six weeks.
1: Thank you, Rachel, for this wonderful interview and sharing some new and exciting study tips with us. This is David Bricoli for CCRI Radio.
0: You're listening to the Student Project Spotlight on CCRI Radio. Tune in each week for stories and reporting from students in CCRI courses. Learn more about courses in the Communication and Film Media Program at Edu/slash/com. You're listening to CCRI Radio from the Community College of Rhode Island, online at ccri.edu. Recently, sophomore Shane Briggs spoke with CCRI's Associate Dean of Student Life, Chris Jenkins, about food insecurity among our students and the school's food pantry.
3: This is Shane Briggs with CCRI Radio. Not long ago, I was given the privilege to chat with CCRI Dean Chris Jenkins regarding the school food pantry that she helps to run. Here are a couple of highlights from the interview that we conducted. Dean Jenkins, thank you again for joining us today. My
4: pleasure.
3: Uh, Do you mind telling us a little bit about what you do at CCRI?
4: Sure. Um, My title is Associate Dean of Student Life. So I work with student government, the various student groups on campus, including um, CCRI radio. I do um, some of the discipline hearings for students that get into some trouble on campus. And I also run the food pantry, and I started a clothes closet for our students. Nice.
3: So would you mind telling us a little bit more about your involvement with the food pantry?
4: Certainly. Several years ago, I'm primarily at the Warwick campus. And if you're familiar with the Warwick campus, we have a student union. And I noticed that a lot of the students came and would be there for the day and didn't have anything to eat. And some students felt comfortable with me and would come to me and say, you know, I haven't had anything to eat. Would you have anything at all? And I would either bring in things from home or I would have, you know, whatever that I would give the students. And as more students became comfortable and would tell their friends, more students came to me with the same issue. So I started off, we had done a lot of work with staples and I had a lot of rewards points from staples. So I went to my boss and said, can I use these reward points to buy food? You know, um, whether it's snacks, pot pots, oatmeal, And he said yes. So I used all the points and bought stuff and I started just from my office, bringing in bags from home and as students asked, I would give them a bag very discreetly with some stuff in it. And more and more students were coming to me with the same issue. And some, you know, would tell me they hadn't eaten for several days. So I kept on pushing it and pushing it with my boss and up the chain and finally got the attention of the college president who embraced it. And we worked together and got some donors to actually give us seed money to start the pantry. So we actually have a pantry that's located at the Lincoln campus, but we have an online form that students can fill out and we deliver food to all four of the campuses. So you don't have to come to the campus. Um, You go to the campus that you choose. So, for instance, if you're in Newport and you want food, we'll have it delivered to the Newport campus for pickup.
3: That's awesome. Can anyone come to the food pantry? Are there any requirements or is it?
4: The only requirement is that you have to be enrolled in the current semester. So if you're a student in the spring of 2021, which is now, and you have at least one class, you're able to utilize the food pantry. That's an awesome resource.
3: You say Lincoln is kind of the main um, home base for the pantry? So right you-
4: now, Lincoln is the home base. We're hoping to gather space on all the campuses so we can have something that, you know, if you're a student in the wall campus, you could actually walk to the pantry and be able to request something and, and get it. Right now, we don't have that. So what I do is I work with several people in in different offices. And what we did last year is I gave all of them packets of oatmeal, pop tots, granola bars. So if, you know, if you were a student and you had an appointment in, let's say, advising, and you mentioned to your counselor that, you know, you were starving and you've had nothing to eat, they could discreetly give you, you know, what you chose from that and then help you fill out a request for assistance through the uh, food pantry.
3: All right. So how long does it take about after making an appointment to receive a pickup?
4: Okay, if you do it online, so for instance, let's say today's Tuesday, you put it in today and you want delivery at the Providence campus. You're a Providence campus student. Thursday, we would set a time for you to pick it up uh, at the Providence campus. We you know, obviously we have a little bit less staff right now because of the pandemic. But um, there's a 19 hour person, a week person that's helping me do it and she's doing most of the deliveries. But we work together. So if she can't get to a particular campus or if she you know, may have a particular day off, then I'll cover that and then I'll make the deliveries as well. So we try to do the best. And if I have a student contact me and they're really dire, we'll we'll change whatever schedule we need to make sure we get the food in their hands.
3: Yeah, So it sounds like you guys are really flexible and really available to whatever students needs may be. Is it a little frustrating to see a resource like this kind of go underutilized?
4: It's very frustrating because I know there's so many people out there that need it. And I wish I could find a reason why they're not utilizing it. And we work so hard to bring this service to our students. We'd really like them to be able to utilize it and maybe tell their friends that this is something that really helped me and it might help you.
3: But is there any kind of closing remarks that you wanted to leave with? Any final thoughts that you wanted to put out there?
4: That we're here to help. We're a community and we're really trying to work with our community. And we have awesome faculty, staff, student workers, community that's helping us do this. And if we can all work together and and really get the word out, maybe we're going to help those students and help them succeed and continue in school because this is one less worry they'd have to have.
3: Actually, one last question. So where, again, did you say students were able to apply for this?
4: On, on the CCRI website, if you go to Student Life. And from Student Life um, on the top of the page, you can go directly to there's a link for the food pantry. So it, you, you can either type food pantry into the search bar or you can go into Student Life where it says, you know, clubs and organizations. There's, the, there's a link for the food pantry and it tells everything about the you know, time we're open. And there's an actual request form that's submitted electronically. Awesome.
3: Um, that's all I have. Thank you again so much for your time. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Stay tuned for more interviews, and this has been Shane Briggs for CCRI Radio.
0: This has been the Student Project Spotlight on CCRI Radio. Tune in each week for stories and reporting from students in CCRI courses. Learn more about courses in the Communication and Film Media program at ccri.edu/slash/com. You're listening to CCRI Radio from the Community College of Rhode Island, Online at CCRI.edu slash radio.